And welcome to another episode of Zexy Genius. I'm your host, Mix. I'm here with my co-host. Michelle, I'm here. Oh my god, you gotta you gotta pay attention now. You gotta be on point with that. My mouth was full. Well, tell him you trying to do a podcast, you know, give him, give you a break, shit. Tell him to go sit in another room or something, god damn. I want to thank everybody for listening. If you're new, if you've been here before, give us a like, a share, a comment, rate us on all the different venues, tell your friends, let them know what we're about, let them know, give us a listen, don't let the name throw you off. If you're new, I gotta explain again. We got the name. We put our both our names into the Wu Tang name generator. And this is what they gave us. We figure we'll stick with it. All right, before, I like it. <laughs> before I get started, I want to get some shout outs to people who've listened and shared our show. Uh, the Wokewood Kids Podcast, Just in Time Podcast, Dropping Jewels Podcast. We came from Bad News Podcast. That's the uh, that's also the Walk with Kids. It's the the guy that does two shows. PTO Unlimited Podcast. Crystal Clear Podcast. She does a podcast. Hashtag Blackout Podcast. Crazy Town Podcast. The Old Really Factor Podcast. They're also in, uh, they're in Wisconsin. I think they're in Milwaukee. And Al Diddy. He just listens and he shares it. Thank y'all, you guys, for sharing our podcast. Thanks for letting, getting the word out about there. And also a couple of other podcasts to listen to. Uh, Random Tandem, they're out of Milwaukee. Sweat and Suits podcast, also out of Milwaukee. Get them both shots out. All right, what's going on? Oh, where do I begin? <laughs> Let's start with you wanted to talk about Get Out. Well, I mean, I want to talk about it, but it's so old, because I'm pretty sure everybody's already seen it. We've seen it. We just watched it, rented it over the weekend, and watched it. It was a good movie. Excellent movie. I hate the fact that people on Facebook try to make it like it was a goddamn documentary, like it was true facts and the shit, but, you know. Why were you offended? I mean, but I, I get what you I mean. But what what parts offended you? I should say. Well, the first part was when she told him, "My dad would have voted for Obama for a third term if he could." I, it, I wanted to smack her. But you've how heard, does that make you not a racist? I mean, we've all heard that though. And I wanted to smack all of them too. <laughs> But I like living inside and eating food, but so. <laughs> it's just a matter. It's just a matter of like you're whatever, motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? Just don't internalize it. I didn't internalize it. It made me rage right then at the movie. I mean, uh, I'm not carrying that around with me like a lunch today. It's just you know, um, my <laughs> eyes rolled several times. And I think I gained a muscle from the eye rolling I did during that movie. Well, it was funny. Like, a lot of the questions when she was walking around the party that people were asking them was like, this is your average what you get. 
when you're like the only black guy at a white function. These are the questions and comments you get. <laughs> no, I I found them to be very strange. No, you've never you never got strange questions when you're the, like the only black person at a, a, a white event. You somehow find yourself in that situation. They're like they get their one chance to ask a black guy or a black guy a black girl a question. And they just you know blurt out the first thing that comes to their head. You never been in that situation before. Wow. Unfortunately, I, I, I don't know. Maybe people think I'm not black. <laughs> you never been at a work event? <laughs> and Anybody who works with me knows not to ask those questions of me. But I, I, I don't know. Maybe it's because I'm socially anxious and I'm kind of weird anyway. That I, I, I'm not approachable. So they don't feel like I'm the, you know, quote-unquote token black that they can ask that question to. Well, I mean, kind of they don't look at me as a token black, but they, the questions are not as crazy as what they were asked, but it's along that same line as like, you know, I, I would vote for Obama a third time, you know, bullshit like that, little comments and shit. Try to show that they're hip and down, you're like, my man, you know, that type of shit. I the, the one thing that has happened to me that really made me angry, you know, I wear my hair braided with colors in it. Uh huh. I've had white women try to touch my hair and say, "Oh, that's so pretty," and I'm, you know, I just kind of pull my head back and touch me. I don't See, know. That's the thing. That's the whole. That's the majority of the show. Dear white people, don't touch my hair. <laughs> they always like, like I've never yeah, had that's, that. that I never had that problem until I went to college, and I didn't even have I didn't even have hair. I was you know, mostly bald head, but it started to grow back. And the girl was like, "Wow, look at your hair! Can I touch that? I never touched a black guy's hair before. Even the white guy in down the hall was like, "Can I just touch your hair? I never I never touched a black guy's hair before. You know, just crazy shit." Yeah, that 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 I I that makes me very upset, nervous, anxious. It's like back off. That's when you smack their hand away and you keep it moving. No, back up. Back up. No, I just kind of move my head and put on my rested bitch face and then back off. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I love the movie. I should have bought it instead of renting it. I don't. There's one thing that I didn't quite. It wasn't actually stated in the movie, but I think it was implied. Is that the reason that they chose African Americans is that, I don't know, they find us physically more durable? Well, physically fit. And yeah, that, that, that we're, we live longer. We No, we don't live longer. We definitely don't live longer. We do if we take care of ourselves. You can't have, <laughs> you know, soul food every night and think you're going to live forever. No, that's, you have it on Christmas, Thanksgiving. And then the rest of the year you eat salad. But, um, well, we don't live longer for a lot of reasons. Right, exactly. <laughs> no, but it was so, it was just it was just playing into the fears and the stereotypes, and you know, of black men going home to meet the white family. That's, I don't know because that white woman put her husband in that black man's body. 
that's playing into another stereotype. Well, you've seen the one white lady was like, wow, he's pretty fit. And she asked him, is it true what yeah, they say? Like, <laughs> oh, she was like grabbing on. I was like, he's not a chicken. Stop touching him. Because she was sizing him up. She was like, I'm going to put my husband in there and I'm going to give me that black dick. You know what I'm saying? I'm pretty sure there was others. Yeah, it, it kind of hinted at that, you know, because apparently this has been going on for a long time. So, I don't know. I, I, I have mixed feelings about the movie. It was pretty well put together, but there's a lot of places I could poke holes in it if I wanted to. Where would you poke holes? Well, first of all, the pictures of her with all those different guys and the, the woman, they didn't seem to age properly. It seems like she had done this like in six months. Well, they really didn't explain how long they've been doing it. They've been planning it for a while, and I'm guessing the other people were just like the... uh. Were just kidnapped. Like old boy right. at the party well, was well, kidnapped. She brought him home. She, she had pictures. He had pictures. You know, when he was going through the pictures. But she didn't age properly. You know what I'm saying? It, it's not like some of them were high school pictures. Some of them were early college. Some of them were, you know, it, it seemed like she was all the same age in those pictures. But if, if this was supposed to be happening over a period of time, meaning she had spent four months with the guy she was currently turning over, you know, she had to spend, you know, four or six months a year with each of these other people. Why didn't she age in the pictures any? I don't know. It's one of the inconsistencies of the movie. That's where I put the hole in. I mean, if, I mean, if you want to nitpick it to death, yeah, you can find all type of little shits to, you know. Well, the fact that I noticed that means that that is something you should have tracked for me in the movie. Because that was supposedly showing a history of her doing this. Correct? Correct. So, if it was showing a history, it should have shown her aging in the pictures. And I'm just, I just, I don't know, I'm a stickler for things like that. I don't know, I mean, but it could have been all in like a couple of years. Yeah, but you change from year to year. I don't look the same as I did last year. I don't look the same as I did six months ago. I don't look the same as I did six sandwiches ago. Six sandwiches <laughs> ago? You just had six sandwiches today? No, I did not have six sandwiches today. <laughs> I'm just trying to get a I clarification. Have a bowl of fruit. That's it today? A bowl of fruit? You better go eat something before you pass out. Yeah, I stopped that at about 16. <laughs> oh, boy. Other big news along those same lines Jay Z releases a new album, 444. The reviews have all been good, and he released a video that wasn't supposed to be released, but it got bootlegged out all over the place. 
the story of OJ. You know, you know me, I love anything OJ story, but what was your thoughts on the video when I sent it to you? Um, I like the lyrics. I don't like the cartoon he did over it. But the cartoon, I, the cartoon was what brings it all together. I, I, I get where he was going with it. I just, I just, it's just not my thing. I, I mean, I'm, I, I don't know. I just, I couldn't connect with that. I mean, I like the lyrics. I, I get what he's trying to say. But, Why wouldn't I mean that people are hearing it? It's getting out there. It's been the, the talk. People, it's been the talk all weekend. It's been that hour. I didn't say that people aren't hearing it. I said the people that need to hear it aren't going to hear it. Well, they're going to like it, but they're not going to hear it. Well, the people who need to, oh, people who always need to hear the stuff never get it. If you go back and watch the Boondocks season one and two. There was a lot. Of, there was a message in every one of them shows that completely went over people's heads. Completely. You are, you, it, but it didn't go over mine, which is why I made my children sit down and watch. Like, they, listen, listen to what he is saying. Like, you know, you got to stop it. Those episodes went over so many people's heads. It's ridiculous. And then they, and you could tell that season three was not good at all because the message was lost and it was just trying to be outrageous to be outrageous without no message to it. No, that was, season three was where they tried to change his message. He was like, they, whoever was funding him was like, oh, we can't let them actually hear that. <laughs> we gotta stop this. And that's why season four just went the total opposite way. Oh, it's okay. Okay, my bad. So it was season four where he left. Whatever season he left, yeah. it was done for. It was terrible. Yeah, it was season four. He just he just said, no, I'm not going to do what you want me to do. Either you fund what I want to put out there or else I'm walking away. That was season four where he walked away. Season three was where they were trying to influence him. But season one and two was all him. Well, it was season three where you could kind of see that they were trying to change it up on him. He yep. still was trying, but like you can tell, like they were changing stuff in his episodes. It wasn't all him. <coughs> Excuse me. And season four, he just didn't even try. He did. He wasn't even there. Season no, four. he was. He was. He was there, but he wasn't like writing each episode. He was like saying, "This is what I wanted to be about." You know, do whatever. He wasn't actually like, you know, scripting them out at that point. He was just saying, "This is what I wanted to be about." Cause they, at the end, they just sold out. Yeah. Totally. And I was like, "Wow!" I think it was the episode where his family came to visit and was, you know, just mooching off of him and stuff. That's where I was kind of seeing, and it was like, "What the hell?" What well, yeah, season four. Yeah. He was done. Yeah. But season one was amazing. Like, the show where 
the girl set up the um, lemonade stand, and the dude was hustling her. That went. I'm pretty sure that episode went over some people's head. That it was ridiculous, and you know, all of them are all of them are great, but just you could tell that they influenced him, and they, he just got to the point where it's like, fuck it. Yep. And that's sad because he actually had a platform that was going to speak to the people who needed to hear his message. And I think they actually could hear it. But doesn't that, isn't that what happened with all great black TV shows? The only show Very I didn't, the only show that didn't happen to was like the Cosby show. Because he was on oh, for like. Don't get me started on Mr. Cosby. No, we, we'll come back to Mr. Cosby. I'm just, but like. Like recently, the Carmichael show got canceled. Have you watched that show? No. You gotta watch it on Netflix. It's a good show. Like it covers like a black family going through shit with a little bit of humor, but it's, you know they go through you know serious topics on like every show, from like abortion to Trump to all type of shit. But like, apparently. He had an episode where he had to deal with a mass shooting in the movie theater. And he was supposed to release the episode the same day where the congressman got shot in the park for the baseball practice. Mm-hmm. And they didn't release the show. They told him they're going to delay the show. And he said, no, release it because this is what's going on in real life. We just needs to be talked about. And apparently they didn't want to release it. And then he... Decided, I guess he's walking away from the show. He's giving up on it, and they canceled the show. Mm. I highly suggest well, it. I, it's on Netflix. Watch season one and season two. Here is part of what Jay-Z is trying to say in that video. We don't, we have money, but we don't have wealth. Because if we had wealth, we would own studios and TV shows and production companies that could keep these shows on the air and let the artists say what they want to say. But we don't invest in those types of businesses or in our artists that way. It's amazing that we don't have our own movie studios and shit like that. No, Tyler Perry has a movie studio, but he puts out Medea movies and nobody wants to see that shit. Hey, I like Medea. Matter of fact, I took a Facebook quiz and I came up as Medea. Now, you, did you watch the Medea Halloween movie? That bullshit? No, I did not. Okay, then. So, exactly. I, I, From the clips that I saw in the trailers, I was like, oh, that's not going to be good. So I, I didn't go there. Maybe I should. But like I'm saying, where is the movie studios? Where is the... Because BET isn't really black-owned anymore. It hasn't been no. for some time. Correct. But, and I... I this is going to make me sound really bad. Go for it. And I don't want to sound really bad. Sound bad. Be yourself. But Jewish people do dominate that particular market. And it's very hard to break into it if you don't have, like, a shit ton of money. Snoop could probably get into it. Yeah, well, it's not about... That's not where his, that's not his genre. That's not what he's a 
about. He's doing his music thing, and he's backing his artists, and that's perfectly fine for him to do that. But that's what I'm saying. That market is locked down, and they have a tight hold on no. it. And unless you have money to fight them. No, if we support our own, we can just do it. Don't need them. Do you think, uh, his, look at his fan channels. To establish it. Huh? Say it again? To establish, to establish a movie house or a studio or a production company, they will fight you at that level. Is what I'm saying. And unless you have enough money to continue to fight, they'll put, they'll, they'll go to court over anything, you know, to keep you out of that business. They want to hold on to and maintain that business as their own. So to break into it, you know, it's kind of like the white girl trying to come into the black neighborhood. Hey. That's their neighborhood, and you can't really play it. Play it. They, they're into real estate. They're into to movies and production and TV. They, that, those are two markets that they have locked down. Because they stand and, together, and they know if somebody right. say some racist shit about Jewish people... They will shut your shit down. ASAP. Right. No games play. They support their own. Right. So anybody that, you know, so, but that, that hurts our artists because our artists have to go to them to get into that business. And that's what I'm saying as somebody who wanted, wants to set up a black production company or, you know, a movie company or TV studio or something like that, they have to compete with them and because it's so close-knit and so tight, they will just force you out. And that is why our artists can't get the support that they need because they have to, you know, sell out half of what they own to that market. They, they would... But they would do it if it was bringing the money. If we supported it and they got the money, they would be they would be more open to it. Think about think about rap in the '90s when everybody was going to go and got them platinum. You had more rappers all over the place like crazy. Do you remember that time when everybody was putting out just bullshit albums and going platinum? Yes, and then where did they draw the line? Uh. Oh crap! My brain is killing me. No, they didn't draw. The line wasn't drawn. It was um, Napster coming in, and motherfucking people were bootlegging shit, and then sales went down. And now we're at where we're at now. But they're still getting money off of streams, but the artist is still getting nothing from it. It just changes it up. They find a new way to get you know. The hours is always going to get shorted. If you don't know what you're doing, you're going to get shorted by it. But, the, the, again, even then, that was all mostly Jewish-based and backed businesses that were producing these people. We got in on the production part for music because you got, you had, who was it? Um, well, you got Snoop Dogg, I know that, you know, and I think Ice Cube and Ice T and then for a while were there. You know, you had black artists that were producing black artists. But they never let us break into 
movies and TV production. They just have kept it out. And until we get, until we break that wall, until we break that barrier, our shows are going to continue to get canceled and things like that. Because as soon as it becomes uncomfortable for what they see as a, you know, an audience, meaning that people won't buy advertising anymore, they're going to back away. As soon as they think that that marketing and stuff is going those advertising dollars are going to go away they are going to back away from any show that threatens that that's why we need support on we gotta support the, you know i think the support was there for the carmichael show i can't say for sure i seen was on a good path he has he's going to get his third season I mean, what what black shows is left? They just canceled that. Uh, Netflix canceled the Get Down, which was trash anyway. But you know, <laughs> I'm kind of tired of seeing the same black show. Which one is that? It's always oh. We grew up in the hood. We made it out. I want to make sure that my children make it out. You know, we're doctors or lawyers. Or, where's the people like me? I made it out of the ghetto, too. I made it out of the hood, too. But I had to struggle my butt off. But now I got a good paying job. You know, I make good money. I take care of my kids, you know, if they call me up and say, Mom, I can't pay my rent, I can write them a check, pay their rent and mine. But I'm not rich. That was the Carmichael show. That was the Carmichael no, show. Well, like I said, I never saw it. So they wasn't, they, they wasn't rich. They were just a normal black family. Carmichael had his wife for his girlfriend. They lived together. And he was dealing with his parents. It was a normal show. It wasn't, you know, like Blackish, where you know, she's a doctor. I've never watched that show. Blackish is a decent show. It's a good show to watch. I'll kind of be upset if that got canceled, because the episode they had about, you know, cops killing black people was a good, great episode. I heard something. Well, actually, not heard. I read something earlier today that basically explained Trump supporters and people like them. And what was that? And it was that they cannot perceive because they don't understand higher levels of education, meaning they don't read, they get like all of their news and everything from TV and all this, that Anything that is different from them scares them. And I was like, how did you live as a human being and not understand the world you live in? They are not afraid of this health care plan because they don't understand it. And that is why they are so willing to shoot you or I on the street. 
simply because we look different, because we scare them, because they don't understand us, but they don't take the time or have the knowledge to even try to understand us. And that's a scary thought. These people have got it. Yeah. Try. So when they when they when they see a show like Blackish or The Cosby Show or any of those shows on TV, oh those niggers are on TV again. They don't even take the time to try to understand our position. No, what's worse than that is that you got those racists who will watch those shows, laugh at those shows, enjoy those shows, watch you know NBA and NFL and cheer on all the black players but then if a black person walked in their neighborhood they're calling the cops and that black person that black athlete say one thing they don't like oh stick to sports you dumb nigga you don't know what you're talking about you know like watch when an athlete tweets something about police brutality those fans go crazy they they at them with tweets about stick to sports, you dumb monkey, don't know what you're talking about, you know, you just lost a fan, you're dumb, you should have stayed in school, you don't know nothing, you should go back to the ghetto, it's ridiculous. They don't even have to go so far as to use technology and send a tweet. All they have to do is take a knee. <laughs> they gave him so much shit for that. Just taking a knee. He's like, I'm not going to stand for your national anthem. And I was like, uh, I'm not exactly sure how I feel about that. I don't, you know, but I got his point. He was like, this is a nonviolent way for me to express my displeasure with police brutality. He didn't do anything else but take a knee. That's all he did. He didn't do anything else. But because he wouldn't stand and pledge his allegiance to their precious flag, he was all kinds of everything. And he just recently uh, retired. He gave up trying to find a team because he knew it wasn't going to happen. He's been blackballed. They won't admit to it, but they know he's been blackballed. And we're supposed to boycott and, the NFL this year. Well, you can't apply. You need somebody to give him a call. I would have my agent. He has an agent. Your agent should be working the phone. Go play for one of them Canadian teams. And that's what I said. He should just go to Canada and play. They'll appreciate him more way up there. And more black athletes should go up there and play because, you know, that's some bullshit. If five or six... Go ahead. But now, if let's just say for one second, stay with me now, we could get all black people on the same page and say, withdraw your talent and dollars from this country. This country would see a real problem. They would have an economic problem. If all majority of black athletes was like, you know what, we're going to go play cat in the CFL this year, 
they will make their money because they will bring up the value of the Canadian Football League and they will all get their money. It will probably not be, it probably won't be right away, but they will get what they were making pretty much in the NFL with probably better contracts. I don't care where they withdraw their talent to, but you could just take, just go down through the South alone with the money they spend on nails and hair. Withdraw that from the community. Because they don't buy that hair from other black women. They buy that hair from Chinese women. Or I should say Asian women because I'm not sure they're all Chinese. They don't buy that hair from other black women. How many black women you know own a hair store? Everyone I've ever been in has an Asian person running it. And I'm sorry. I, I hope that isn't racist. But it's true for me. Withdraw your dollars. If there's no market for their product, they go out of business. They should. I mean, we should. That's money. That's money. But that's money that's gonna leave the United States because they're not gonna keep. You know, they're not gonna finance those stores or anything. Those stores are here financed on American dollars. They come here for 10 years, they don't have to pay any taxes. So if I don't shop at your store, you make no money, you make no profit, you can't pay your rent, you can't buy product. You have to go. Your shop is closed up. And if you don't have a way to show that you have income, your visa, <laughs> cancel. Get out. I say, I mean, a lot of these stores should be boycotted, especially when we talked about the last time where the store owner was beating up the black girl, thinking she was stealing. That store should be shut down. Even my hometown, of, um, well, not my hometown, in Zion, Illinois, Zion, Illinois, in a Dairy Queen, the manager called a girl a nigger and told her, you know, some bullshit where he was talking shit to her. Oh, that place got shut down. Everybody didn't go. We boy everybody boycotted it. They let the uh corporate know. And that place is shut down still to this day. And that makes me happy to hear that they, you know, were able to come together to do that. But at the same time I'm saying come together and let's do this, I have to remember the single mother with three kids. They can't get to the store, the the grocery store that's going to charge her less for, for produce and things like that. That has to shop at that neighborhood store. I can't forget her. Well, we need I, tried to st I tried to start a business that would take people in vans to the grocery store. Low-income people who were shopping at a, a grocery store bag of cheese that cost $1.99 in the store, they were charging $4.99 for. But it was convenient, it was close, and they took food stamps. The amount of paperwork that I ran into and the amount of liability insurance that I would have had to carry priced me right out of doing that. I'm sure. So even when people want to help, want to do things, ordinances, insurance, you know, those things get in the way. 
to find. I didn't have a, I didn't have the money to finance anything except the van and insurance, which I thought was going to be like collision insurance on the van. No, I had to have like personal liability up to here, and you know, I was like, oh, I don't have time for this shit. So I just gave up on the idea. But I mean, when people see a need and they try to do things to fulfill that need, sometimes business and industry gets in the way. Well, if you, if you want to help the poor, you're going to jump through a lot of hoops. Unless they, that's just the way it is. That's the way it's been. You should have did it underground for a while to build up the money and then went legit. That was my first thought. Had I been caught transporting people and their children, possibly, without the proper insurance and license for my van, I could have went to jail. Hey, sometimes you gotta break the law a little no, bit. No, I'm not. I'm, you know what? <laughs> you better get your ass on that damn bus if you think I'm finna go to jail because you don't want to pay $3 more for cheese. I'm not doing that. I'm not going to jail. If it had been, I'd have got a fine or I'd have got a ticket. I would have done that. I would have taken that risk because I thought, I've thought enough of my people that that was worth it. That was the cost of doing business. But when they said I was going to go to jail, mm -mm. no, sorry, I'm not going that far for you. Sometimes, hey, you tried. Your heart was in the right place. I give you that. I did. I did try. My heart was in the right place. I already had the van picked out. I already had an insurance company picked out. But when the city got involved and told me I'd have to do this and this and this, you know, I, I just couldn't. I couldn't do it. I, and it was because I didn't have the money. Had I had the money, and I was doing this, trying to do this from a place, where I was almost in the same boat I was as the people I was trying to help. Mm -hmm. But see, I was a person willing to get on the bus and inconvenience everybody on the bus with my 16 bags of groceries. <laughs> <laughs> and make my three kids carry them up the hill to where we lived. But that was me. You know, everybody's not me. They were willing to pay. I wasn't. I would rather pay the three dollars to get on the bus than to give you three dollars of my food stamps for cheese that I know I can get for a dollar ninety nine. I I just wasn't doing it. <laughs> I just wasn't doing it. But that's the drive in me. Everybody doesn't have that drive or convenience or thought process, and I get that, but they should not be inconvenienced because, uh, I can't think of a nice way to say this, they're stupid and poor. <laughs> oh, there's a show on Netflix. I, I gotta, I gotta, oh, damn it, I might have to ask Danny what's the name of the show, where it's a guy from the UK, a black guy who goes to South Africa to learn about, you know, how things are there. 
Well, anyway, he goes to South Africa and he goes talk to the poor white people of South Africa. Because, you know, after apartheid, now they're the minority and now they have affirmative action, which says you have to have more black people at the jobs. So now all these white people are losing their jobs and now they're living in the, like, they're all like living in a park in like shacks and tents and shit. And to hear them talk is like, it's mind blowing. It's completely reversed of what goes on in the United States. Completely reversed. They're poor and just can't get ahead because there's no jobs for them. You know, it's ridiculous. I had to ask. Let me yeah, you don't have to send me that. You, I'm going to text Danny and ask what the name of the show is. Talk about something real quick. <laughs> I could turn to politics, <laughs> but I think you were saving that for last, <laughs> so I would shut up really quick. <laughs> oh, I want to talk about something you brought up the other day when you was over here when you was watching the movie. The 4th of July, you said, do you love this country? No, I was asked, do I love this country? Well, you were asked, do you love this country? And your response was... I said yes to him because I didn't want to get shot in the face. I love the idea of this country. But this country was founded on a lie. That I don't love. Native Americans were here living freely, you know, the bears was able to run around, and, you know, the eagles was okay, and everything was fine. <laughs> then the Europeans showed up. And they systematically tried to kill them. And they stole the country. So, the, 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 the country that we have today was built on a lie, and until somebody acknowledges that lie and admits this is not their country, I'd like to love this country, but you just, it's you it's you it's hard to love this country when this country doesn't love you. This country wasn't here I for you. I don't care about this country loving me. If they actually stood up for and represented the shit that they wrote in that constitution which I think a lot of politicians have tried to do I do believe that but I think since probably 2000 they've manipulated it to their own cause and that cause is greed making more money for myself off of the backs of people that are working and the poor. And that I cannot get behind. Well, it's always been that way. It's just, it's, they're just not trying to hide it no more. And that's what I said before. It's like, you know, before they would, you know, piss on you and tell you it was raining just to make, you know, try to make you feel like, okay, maybe, you know, it is for us. They probably, But now it's just like, they pissing on you and telling you I'm pissing on you and fuck you and what you gonna do about it. 
You don't like to leave, motherfucker. That's basically what the country's doing right now. These politicians just don't give a fuck, and they just, they're not trying to hide the shit. I agree with you that they are blatantly not trying to hide anything anymore. But have you noticed how many people have lawyered up or in our jumping ship? Chaffetz is gone. He is leaving before his term is up, claiming it's because he wants to spend more time with his family. Right. I'm buying that shit about as much as I'm buying, I don't know, jalapeno gum. <laughs> it's bull. He's getting out because his house of cards is coming down. Trump is now being investigated for obstruction of justice. Mueller has come out and said that. I don't... And if Mitch McConnell does not get this health care bill passed, Trump is going down. They will turn on him just like a dime. Do you think they will, though? Oh, yes. If this health care bill, because that is what all of them, every last one of them, ran on, is repeal and replace. And they're talking about, let's just repeal and replace later. Mitch McConnell is adamantly against that. He doesn't have the votes to get his health care plan through. If that health care plan does not go through the Senate, Donald Trump is toast. They will turn on him. Because his his approval rating is at 32%. <laughs> it's ridiculous. And that's only because he's got Mississippi, Alabama, Louisiana, and the Senate behind him. And those are the states that need that, that that's going to get hurt the most. That's what's so funny Thank about you. it. Thank you. Thank you. Exactly. Because West Virginia, when they found out what was in the bill, because West Virginia was behind this bill until they released it to the public, and we now know what's in it, they turned on him in a heartbeat. If he does not get this health care plan through, which I, I, I'm sorry, I don't want it to go through. I've called my senators. I've written to my senators. I've written to other people's senators. <laughs> I'm serious. I'm on this. I'm, I'm, I'm fighting for people who need this. Because if, if this had passed, years ago, my mother would not have gotten the care she needed, because that little Scott Walker, you know, that little friend of said, I just wish I, both of them could be put in a blender and obliterated. Yeah. He didn't expand our, our Medicaid here. We were one of the states that opted out. So my mother got Medicare and Medicaid because of her age, but if this plan was in effect right when she was alive, she would have died on the side of the street. She would not have got the care that she needed. And that's what's 
so mind-boggling is just that they, they just don't give a fuck. It's, 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 it's like they don't have, I don't know, it, it, it's, they just don't give a fuck at all. And people are still supporting them. Like, how can you support this plan? Because of the spin they are putting on it. They are telling these people, remember, these are scared, uneducated people. They are telling these people, we're not cutting Medicaid. We are just not increasing spending on Medicaid. Which is a lie. They are both cutting and not increasing spending on Medicaid. They have come out and said, Kellyanne Conway opened her big fat flapping mouth and said it. That Obama overstepped his bounds by extending Medicaid to people who were able-bodied. Oh, you mean those that, you know, want to keep being able-bodied. <laughs> uh, what he did was a good thing. I have a friend in Iowa who was adamantly against. I don't want to sign up for Obamacare. And then he got sick. Oh, then he got sick. And it's always turned. And then he was like, I can't go to the doctor because I don't have health insurance. Point and click, motherfucker. There you go. Point and click. Your insurance is sitting right there. Oh, but I have to pay $200 a month. Well, you better figure it into your bills or you're not going to go to the bathroom. <laughs> not go to the bathroom when he's burning or something? <laughs> he had piles. Piles? Yeah, where his, he had, like, something wrong with his butthole. Oh, jeez. Okay. Enough of that. I didn't ask for details. I'm, that's why I'm changing the subject. The show. The show on Netflix, Reggie Yates, Outside Man. Everyone check that shit out. Check it out. I want to go visit South Africa after watching that shit. And it's funny because, like, there was a poor white guy who was pretty much homeless, living in his tent in the little fucking, like, national park. He was like, oh, the rich kids are over there partying. And it was like, the rich kids. And, like, they show him this bunch of young Africans over there getting in in the park. They had the grill out there playing music. One girl was twerking on the car. I was like, this is love. This is love. I'm going to visit South Africa. Okay, I would like to ask a question. Hey, what was that? And somebody can please, you know, you got my tweet information and all that stuff. Please help me. What muscle do you move to twerk? Because I don't think I have this. What? You don't know how to twerk? You no, need, I don't. You need twerk lessons? I just want to know what muscle they're moving. I, I obviously am moving the wrong one. I, I have the thighs and I have the butt to do it, I, I think. I just don't know. It's called your ass. You're moving, moving your ass. Um. <laughs> my my butt has white girl syndrome. 
Wow. But yeah, check out that show. It it give you a different view of South Africa. Black people are running things, and white people are broke and upset and homeless. <laughs> I don't want to see anybody that way. I I I seriously believe in the worldwide melting pot. But I know that makes me wide-eyed and stupid, but I really. That if everybody just kind of let go just a little bit, you know, if he wants to believe in Allah and you want to believe in Jesus and he wants to believe in Vishnu, let him. Just let him. Because when we die and it's all over with, no, we no. don't know what goes on. You, I mean, you say that, but here's the thing, though. They was there for an apartheid, for apartheid. They had everything handed to them on a silver platter. If you were white in South Africa, you had you were given the best schools, the best chances. You pretty much just given the job just for being white. But that's not religion. I know nobody said it's religion. Actually, followed your religion. It's not about religion, though. It's not. It had nothing to do with religion. It had to do with white and black. If you were white, but you were given everything. That's what I'm saying. The white people had a religion, and if they actually the teachings of their religions, they would have never been able to do that to those people in the first place. Well, they did, and now they're paying the cost. Uh, Just, well, look, yeah. I mean, listen, apartheid ended in 1994. I know. 1994, they were still living, imagine segregated Jim Crow South into the 90s. It was pretty much what it was. Well, let's see, my daughter was born to Mississippi in 1989. I can imagine it in 1989. No, I'm talking about hard-on Mississippi burning type shit in 90s. I was told not to speak to a woman in a store because I might wind up lynched in the parking lot in 1989. Okay, but and back in the day, if you looked at someone too long, you could end up getting lynched in the parking lot for looking. This is true. <laughs> so this is what they were living through into the 90s where they said they would see the, they would call them the mellow yellow trucks. The state police would come by and everybody just had to run because you didn't know what they were on. Like they'd just come up, see you standing outside and just beat the shit out of you for no reason. Little kids, teenagers, they didn't give a fuck. So this is going on into the 90s. Now things have changed, and now they have more control now, and now the people who were getting all the hands out ain't getting no fucking hand out. You gotta get out and get, you gotta get out and get it, and they're not, and they're pretty much homeless. I mean, you, you, you feel bad for them? Part of me was like, oh, that's sad, but hey, fuck them. You know what I'm saying? They was living it up, living good. Things changed. And like they tell us, if you don't like it, get out of here. Get out of here. If you don't like it, bye. And see, that to me, and I'm not sure what your religious views are. I was raised Catholic, so I got a lot of guilt. But as a human being, I do feel sorry for them. 
men should be given handouts. I don't feel like they should be given privilege. But I do feel bad that they are in the situation they are in. Like I said, no handouts, no privilege. You better pick your ass up by your bootstraps like you expected me to and get your ass out of this situation. But I do feel bad that they're in that situation. I don't want to see anybody suffer. But I don't feel like anybody should come flying in and helicopters dropping money on their ass. No, I don't feel that. Now, there was a guy on the show who said, you know what? This is my fault. I had it all. He said, everybody over here had their chance and they didn't do what it takes. He said, I had it all. I was a rock star. My job was signing boobs because I was so famous and I had it all. I was living a dream, but I messed up. And he was taking ownership of the fact why he was in this place. So, he know there's a reason why he's there. He says, nobody else to blame but myself. Good on you. I'm still not giving you nothing for free. I know, and that's what I'm saying. They, <laughs> hey, they had, they had, this thing, 1994, how, just think what you were doing in 1994. Now, imagine you couldn't do be outside at a certain time where you might get your ass kicked by the police. You couldn't go to sit on a park bench because it was whites only. They still have fucking whites only beaches and water fountains and park benches. In the fucking 90s. I, I can't. I, I, <laughs> I mean, just think I can't not the 90s. That. I can't imagine that. I, my parents lived through that. My mother was born in 1928. My father was born in 1933. So they grew up in that. I mean, they lived here up north, so it wasn't as bad. But they were there. And I remember them telling me stories about how they couldn't go certain places and they couldn't do certain things. My mind couldn't process it because I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? You know, I didn't get it. I was like, yeah, right, whatever. But that was the reality. And yeah, I get it. Up to 1994, that was ridiculous. But what am I supposed to say? What am I supposed to feel for them? I, I Don't feel shit for them. You can't, you can't feel shit for them because they had their chance. Everything was given to them. Now they're the minority. And this, like I said, it's this exact reverse of what's going on here. You have those who are doing, you know, something with them, but you have a lot of people who are just broke, no, no prospects whatsoever. And it's funny because like all of them, they all the people they talk to there have like three or four kids living in a shack with no power, house being run on generators. Fucking dude had a damn flat screen in this shack. Because he had a, a job as a welder, but everybody else was just broke. But if you live in a shack, is your purchase gonna be a fucking flat screen? <laughs> if I live in a shack, my first purchase is going to be a toilet. <laughs> Sorry, but I mean, I, I get water it. Water in the toilet. 
they had no running water. If they want to take a bath, you got to go, you know, boil some water for a bath. And you get some money, and instead of putting that money away to get a, a nice place or move out, and so you can have your kids in a, you know, in a normal place, you buy a fucking flat screen. Yeah, okay, that's stupid on his part. But now, flip the script. What do our low-income people do? Buy flat, flat screens and rims and Jordans. Thank you. I bet. I mean. Because that is what they consider wealth. It's not. That's not wealth. And what do they the, think it is? Because marketing tells them it is. But that is not wealth. That is stuff, material shit. Wealth is having investments. Wealth is having, you know, life insurance policies. Wealth is having, you know, stocks and bonds. It's having a security net. I have all of those things. And so I have a security net. If I lost my job tomorrow, I'd be okay. You know what I'm saying? Because I have a small, tiny, tiny, very tiny amount of wealth. And that all goes back to fucking Jay-Z song, Story of OJ, Wealth. The people who need to hear it won't. But they never fucking hear it. So take care of yourself, hear it, heed the message, and do what you gotta do. But you can't do what you need to do without some sort of education. And that is I'm sorry to say it, that is what that population is lacking. When I went to a high school where I used to get into physical confrontations and fights and I have been beaten because I was smarter than the other kids in my school. Now, I could have taken that one of two ways. <laughs> I could have turned into a thug myself. Or I could have gotten the nice sarcastic wit that I have today. So you said the thug route is what you're trying to tell me? Bite me. <laughs> <laughs> Just me, you took the thug route. It's all good. I'm not a thug. I'm not a thug. Thugs do things aggressively perpetuate their cause. I don't. I Look, I'm not the person you want to walk up on and just slap. No. Then the thug will come out. But if you come up to me and you say, oh, you're ugly, I'll look at you and be like, okay, and you're fat. What's the problem? <laughs> <laughs> I, can, I can deal with that. You know, sarcasm, I got it. But, you know, I, I try not to judge people. I do. And I admit that. But I try not to. Uh -huh. But I would like this world to be... I don't know. I would like it to be where I didn't have to turn on my TV and say, am I going to watch a white show or a black show? Because I feel bad because... 
I told you I never watched Blackish, but I watched The Big Bang Theory all the time. Which is trash, but okay. Fight me. But there's no black people in that show at all. At all. <laughs> watch the Carmichael. But I watch it because I'm a nerd. Well, there's nerd stuff to watch for black people. Blackish is for it's for it's for blurs. Carmichael show could be for blurs. You just gotta watch the shit, support the shit. So what? I'm not a blur. I didn't say I didn't say that. You implied it. No, I didn't. Oh, another movie we watched after you left was Fate of the Furious. The last, um... That, the last, uh, um, God. Did you, like, puke like I did? Have you seen it? Yeah. Okay, we gotta say that for the next show. Because I could talk <laughs> all fucking day about that damn show. I can go all day about that fucking movie. It won't. Why? Because The Rock is a fucking superhero now. <laughs> the Rock has always been a superhero. No, and this. Ever since I heard The Rock say, "Can you smell what The Rock is cooking?" I've been into The Rock. That's no, but in this movie, he takes he he does it all. Yeah. One part he even flew. God damn it, he does it all. I mean, Vin Diesel can do he when he drives a car, he can do anything in the world. There's no stopping him in a car. Uh, but yeah, we that we gotta say that for another show. We got to. We, I'm gonna I'm gonna watch it again, so we got a whole show just talking about the fate of Furious. Yeah, that I actually went to the theater to see that, and I'm like, oh. I didn't fall asleep this time though. Yay me! Well, that's the first time. Shut up. But I do have one more thing I would like to comment on or bring about. Before we go. What's that? That guy who lives in the big white house at 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. Oh, Lord. Just reinstated, like, the National Space Center or whatever. Oh. Because he wants to get to Mars before the end of his presidency. I'll give you a minute to take that in because the presidency is almost over. <laughs> I don't think but guess who he put in charge of the whole damn thing didn't you say the vice president yes the vice president you know Mr. Jesus Christian I don't believe in outer space well cause you know the world's only 6,000 years old so but don't that <laughs> sound like a big old money laundering program to you yeah it sounds like bullshit but cause it's privately funded privately funded so I can pump money into this y'all can say y'all gonna do something and never do it and then y'all can pump money out the other end yeah it's, it's some bullshit you know, so, so when you said the vice president was gonna run I was like oh lord this is gonna go nowhere mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you don't want a woman to 
have the ability to have an abortion for a baby she can't take care of because you don't want to fund, you know, welfare for her and housing for her and none of that shit. But you want to fund and manage the space program to a planet where we think there might be Martians. Oh, can I please just come to your office and kill you? Hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. Don't say that. <laughs> Don't get us fucking investigated. Shit. Let me specify. <laughs> Demetrius had nothing to do with that statement. That was all on Michelle. Okay. And if you need to send out the black helicopters, come on. Because that motherfucker's way too paranoid to be saying shit like... <laughs> Nah, don't do that shit. Please don't say that. I don't. Want, I don't want to get you in any trouble. You are safe. I have completely owned that statement because I own that statement. Okay. You had nothing to do with it. You're an innocent bystander. He even called me. So no, wait. I called you. Never mind. <laughs> I'm still in charge of this. Mm -mm -mm. I don't want you in trouble. I'm sorry. I don't want anything to happen, but black helicopters, please come to my house. Fuck that. I don't need that. I don't need that stress. I've been investigated one time. That was enough for me. They have tapped my phone line. The FBI has tapped my phone line. And I know that makes me sound crazy, but it's true. I don't know what I said. I think I was talking to my dad and he said something about mom. Once again. Oh, that's <laughs> not going to get you in trouble anymore. Do you think so? I'm pretty sure. If we were talking about how to make one or something like that, just oh my the God. word not going to get you in trouble anymore. The word triggers it and they listen to what you're talking about afterward. It triggers the... I guess. But I don't want to get you in any trouble. You can send me the file if you want me to post it. Her Twitter, her Twitter ID handle is meche two two nine. Follow her. Let her know how you feel. Send her some twerk vids. Do I'd love to hear from you. Send her some. Send her some twerk vids so she can study up and learn how to twerk. Yeah, I think that too. Anything else you want to say before we get up out of here? Thank you for li thank you for listening. Please like, comment, and share. We will be back. I'm sorry you have I've been posting this all on me. I've been going through some stuff, dealing with some stuff, but we are back. We will be consistent with the posting. Thank you everyone for listening again. Share, like, and comment. And we are this bitch. <laughs>